five breakfast. Catch up. All right, since you've been gone, it's the talk of the town. And by that, I mean South Africa car power ships. Do you guys know what this is? So last week, President Cyril Ramaphosa said that government might be investigating again using car power ships, which are essentially enormous ships that have electricity generators, huge electricity generators on the ships themselves, owned and distributed generally by companies connected to the Turkish government. And the idea is that a car power ship, as they are called, would be docked somewhere in South Africa and basically take over the provision of electricity to the grid from ESCOM. Now, I know you're thinking, what a great idea. Why didn't they think of this before? Well, this is where the conspiracy theory comes in right because a couple of years ago actually before covid a number of government ministers said we should use car power ships and a lot of people in response said why do you want us to use car power ships why don't you just try to fix escom and said car power ship is unbelievably expensive to get and also they want like a 10 to 20 year deal for us to use these ships and do we really think that in a 10 to 20 year deal firstly anybody will feel like fixing escom in that time secondly it's bad for the environment and in that 20 years there'll be no motive or incentive for us to like develop other energy resources and we now know that the private sector in South Africa is doing a very good job of doing green energy resources so there are conspiracy theories now not from me conspiracy theories that maybe some people you know it's quite convenient if you want a car power ship to come along for ESCOM not to do so well for a while but there's no credible allegations to that so far you will see it on the internet though that's the first one and since you've been gone the second one is absolutely appalling news I was watching it yesterday Valencia played Real Madrid in La Liga and it was absolutely shocking somebody was racist towards Vinicius Junior one of the most famous and successful soccer players in the world a black man from Brazil and when he got so angry that he pointed out the person who was racist towards him to the referee the entire stadium of Valencia fans about 40-50,000 people chanted monkey at him for minutes long and it was such an appalling moment because the ref was trying to figure out what to do, talking to all of these different people, trying to figure out what the best course of action was. And in the end, they continued the game after nine or 10 minutes. But there have to be ramifications for this. It's 2023. As the commentator said, this would have been appalling 100 years ago. And it's equally appalling now. And in those situations, games have to be stopped. The team whose fans do this have to forfeit the match. There have to be ramifications. I know on the other side, La Liga, which is the the, the league that uh, this happened in, will say, but like, or they'll never say this publicly, but they'll be thinking, we don't want to have a match scrapped because imagine the negative news headlines damaging our brand around the world, scrapping a match because of racism. But at the moment, in all kinds of countries around the world, racism just gets on with it totally fine because there are no ramifications because of corporate moneyed interests. It was absolutely appalling. One of the hardest things I've had to watch. We'll be talking about it later on in the show. Let me know how you think this should be resolved. Public displays of racism at sporting matches because it's absolutely shocking. And then lastly, on since you've been gone slightly lighter news if these allegations are true your guys the secondhand embarrassment i don't know if you saw yesterday so there's a political analyst called prince Mashele, and for the last three years he's been writing a book an author an unauthorized biography on herman mashaba very powerful important person as you know former mayor of johannesburg with the democratic alliance now the leader of one of the fastest growing political parties in south africa action sa so there's been an unauthorized biography being written on him for the last three years. Now, you guys, the point of an unauthorized biography is that it's unauthorized. You're writing about someone without their oversight, without their ability to say no, yes, no, yes. And so the idea is that that book is true and honest or more warts and all. It's not essentially propaganda for the person the book's been about. 
So, yesterday, a researcher on the book told one of the most prominent newspapers in South Africa that the book is being funded by Herman Mashaba. Herman Mashaba is in secret paying for essentially fan fiction about himself, if these allegations are true, that essentially has been sold as the full unvarnished truth that he has nothing to do with. Now, it's just an allegation at this point. But also as a part of the allegation is the fact that allegedly this guy, Prince Moshela, is being paid 12 and a half million rand by Herman Mashaba to write a book. Now, guys, I don't know if you've heard, but books don't make any money. And if this book is not being printed on the same gold paper that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's golden tickets are printed on, I really don't know what to tell you. This, if this is true, is so embarrassing because it essentially means that a book is coming out that they were selling as the full truth, but is essentially Herman Mashaba writing his own Tinder profile for the rest of us to read before the 2024 election. So I'll keep you up to date on that. But the secondhand embarrassment knows no bounds. That's since you've been gone today. Here's FBA from Jimmy Nevis. Any questions, any concerns, let me know on the WhatsApp line. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.